Hello and welcome to the Crypto Masters podcast, helping the general public to master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. My name is Ross Eaton. And we are the, the Crypto, crypto Ma Masters. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. <laughs> no, no, not not bad for our uh, our remote uh, synchronization. All right, let's get started on today's episode. Today's topic is IOTA. As a reminder, our goal is to provide information about crypto assets to help the public make investment decisions in the crypto space. We don't try to predict short-term price movements, so this show is not for short-term traders. We provide information on, about different crypto assets to allow you, the listener, to make your own investment decision. This is not financial advice. All right, not financial advice. Today, we got a different type of crypto coin to discuss, Ross, and it's called IOTA. And its, it's focus is the Internet of Things. So IOTA, the IOT, Internet of Things, I guess Internet of Things application. Anyways, IOTA is today's topic, Ross. Yeah, and uh, IOTA, in my opinion, uh, it's got one of the most sophisticated ways with um, you know, solving the speed issues, the decentralization issues of uh, traditional blockchain and Bitcoin, if you will. Um, so yeah, I'm going to dive into that a little bit later, but let's jump in, Brian. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do IOTA. So we said it focuses on the Internet of Things, which is connecting sort of machine to machine technologies. I, I, you think, you know, there's a little bit of, uh, of uh, future, you know, uh, advances sort of here. It could be like when your car, when, uh, you know, Ross, I know you're going to be in your Tesla and you pull up to the... Uh, <laughs> you pull up to the charging station and you don't have to do anything. All right. You, you charge it and the whole transaction is just taken care of machine to machine from the Tesla to the charging pump. Any fees are just paid through there. Um, you know, there's a yeah. lot of these uh, internet of things examples that, uh, that you can think of. And that's what this coin is designed to, uh, to function for. Oh, yeah. And a, another great example um, I've heard of is, you know, uh, definitely in car manufacturing, you know, if they're seeing, um, you know, if you have your car connected to the Internet um, and, you know, let's say it's uh, Toyota, you're having tons of Toyotas having this check engine light for the one specific reason. Um, they can, you know, Toyota itself can take that information and go back and say like, oh, did all these cars get produced from the same factory? Maybe this factory has a defect in one of their items on the assembly line. So it's kind of like taking their data and just consuming it and just making the world a better place. <laughs> well, I think one thing too, uh, you know, and another example, um, you know, smart refrigerators we talk about now, smart, you know, your refrigerator can sense that you're almost out of milk. And so it can order the milk, pay for the milk, and you don't even have to do it. So when milk becomes commonly delivered, I guess, again, uh, that can be an example of, uh, of an Internet of Things. 
That is a funky um, circle, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I used to be the milkman. Uh, anyway, so the coin for IOTA, it can be purchased on, on most of your uh, major crypto exchanges, even here in the United States. We are able to uh, buy IOTA fairly easily, which we can't say about all of the uh, smaller cap coins. Uh, not that IOTA is a small cap coin. It's top 25 market cap coin, but... Um, it's pretty easy to buy. Um, again, it's, it's uh, uh, currency is called MIOTA or MIOTA. Um, big difference uh, maker for IOTA, Ross, and this is what we're going to be talking about, is that it does not have a blockchain, does not use a blockchain, but instead uses something called the Tangle. So, Ross, what the heck is the Tangle? Yeah, it's kind of weird. We're... Uh you know, all about the blockchain. And now we're in a way not talking about it anymore. We, we, it is a change. We've been talking about how revolutionary the blockchain is. And then now this makes it kind of seem like old school. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just crazy how, um, you know, we've seen another evolution of this thing um, in the cryptocurrency space. But um, to best explain this, um, I must resort to sharing my screen. So I'm going to flip over here to a lovely diagram. Um, Let's do it. But talk it through for our podcast listeners, though. Of course. Of course. So I'm going to try to do, you know, if you're on YouTube, you, of course, be seeing this um, live. But um, trying to move this out of the way here. So I'm going to do my best for non-YouTubers out there, non-people watching the video to try to explain this for you. So. First, um, uh, this is the tangle over here that IOTA is using. Um, it's also, you know, has a more technical term of uh, a DAG or, you know, DAG, also known as uh, a directed acyclic graph. So what does that mean? That sounds all fancy, right, Brian? Yes. Um, so directed, you can kind of see in this image here. Um, and really, a blockchain itself is directed. Right. Um, you know, blocks in the blockchain reference um, blocks um, before it. Um, so in the tangle, you can see um, we've now got nodes, not to be confused with mining nodes on the blockchain, but in the tangle, we have nodes that, um, you know, again, this is the directed nature of it, reference back in time to the previous nodes. Um, the acyclic, acyclic, piece of it, man, I can't speak right now, um, is, you know, this is not going to, it's going in one direction, kind of, again, coming back to the directed thing. But, you know, a new node that's going to attach on here, you can see a new tip um, on the diagram here is an orange, but it's not going to go back to this um, Genesis node, if you will. Um, yeah. All going kind of down the line. Of it's not going in a circle. Acyclical yeah. means non-circular. Yep. So, um, and so what are the benefits of this? Yeah, the graph looks cool, it looks fancy, but what's, what's going on here? So huge benefits on blockchain versus the Tangle or the DAG is, um, you know, it's more efficient. Um, it's said that, you know, as more transactions occur, it gets faster. That's, I mean, it's gonna top out at some point. Um, I think I've seen, um, or at least IOTA's claim they can get up to a thousand transactions 
I've seen some graphs where they kind of they kind of average around 60, but I mean, I could see um, as more transactions occur, this thing can speed up and handle more. Well, um, yes, that's I, I've heard that as well. They 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 say that um, the more transactions you get, the more the faster it gets and the more secure it gets. Yep, and that comes back to you know coming back to the blockchain is it's only got one. Um, you know, going back to a block, it only has one block it, it can try to attach to, if you will. On a tangle, it's got multiple nodes it can try to um, attach to and verify. Um, so, so yeah. if I can sort of describe for the podcast audience, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a blockchain is, is linear. You know, you got a, a blocks in a line and the only way you can add to that is by add another block to the end. And so that's the, that's the way to visualize a blockchain. On the DAG, you have multiple uh, levels, which look to me like can perhaps simultaneously um, attach. So you could have uh, multiple blocks attaching at one time, and therefore you don't have the bottleneck that it looks like with a blockchain. Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent way to put it, Brian. And, um, you know, in, in the nature of that, you don't have to wait for the previous transaction to be confirmed to attempt to attach another node. Right. right. Or, well, let, let's, let's, let's touch on that because um, the, so the, the security of this system, um, you know, we've talked about this before with proof of work and proof of stake in, in the tangle, um, a, a transaction has to validate two previous transactions and then it's, it's validated. And as I understand it, the validating the two previous transactions is sort of like a very simple puzzle. Like, you know, in the, in the, uh, proof of work for Bitcoin, you have an extremely complicated puzzle that takes lots and lots and lots of uh, computer power to try to solve uh, rapidly but in this case they're simple puzzles so that for example your w- whatever computer type system chip you have in your your refrigerator could handle that type of a transaction so uh, the way it's explained is that on the on the DAG or on the tangle uh, to be a new transaction it has to validate two previous transactions mm-hmm. yep yeah, and so uh, kind of segueing off of that too is in this system there are no miners, which is kind of wild concept because you know mostly we've seen um, um, you know other cryptocurrencies you know miners either have to do proof of work or proof of stake or use delegates, but in this system um, and that's coming back to what I said is I, I think this is the best way so far I've seen to solve the scalability scalability efficiency and speed issues is to go to a tangle um i mean this this is just awesome stuff i yeah I was, I was really confused when i first saw it but <laughs> it's very well, very cool and, and to be honest i mean i still am it's it's very mathematically complicated i'm not going to even pretend that i you know truly understand it mm-hmm. um but you know when they simplify it simplify it and boil it down to these concepts that we're discussing you can you can get a handle on it and you know you can see 
the advantages. The, the thing you mentioned with no miners, you know, what goes along with that? No fees. Yeah. So the thing about um, IOTA is there are no fees. I mean, which kind of makes sense if you're going to have a little micro transactions, you know, like your refrigerator, I don't know, being being charged a penny to, to place some order or whatever, you know, that ain't going to work on a, on a, a Bitcoin with, fees with miners who have to be paid to do this stuff so you know another benefit of this is there are no fees yeah this is uh you know all participants in this um in this network will just contribute and there's no i mean it's it's awesome it, it, it really is and um i don't know if i'm i'm jumping in the our little script here brian but um you know there is an entity right now validating um transactions right how so, so we're, we're we're thrilled about it um do you want to you can get your graph off if you want i think um so so we're we're thrilled about it but to, to again to be to, to be fair and to be neutral on this and objective right now okay there is um an element of of centralization Right. There's uh, to, to, to make it work this time. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to mention now. So a block uh, blockchain is, is subject to a 51 percent attack. We've, we've talked about that before. I think if someone can get control of 51 percent of the network, they could alter the, um, the transactions and have double pays and things like that. In a tangle, it's subject to a 34 percent attack. And as of now and since this thing uh since this project launched in 2015 they've had to use a coordinator and the coordinator has the level of centralization to it so what do you, do you want to talk about the coordinator you want me to mention kind of what the coordinator does yeah yeah um so you know in a in the bitcoin world you've got um and I know the terminology we keep switching back and forth. It gets a little confusing, but in the Bitcoin world, you have nodes which are validating transactions um, that are, you know, right now it's nodes are, you know, huge mining pools or private entities that have, you know, server farms that are just mining away. Um, so now IOTA has a centralized coordinator um, just to kind of get this thing kicked off. I think that's part of it, um, but they do have a future goal of decentralization. Um, right. I don't know if you well, so, so now they, they um, their foundation, the IOTA, the IOTA Foundation, runs a they call it a coordinator or a coup, C O O. And I guess it's out sort of out there in the tangle. It provides like trusted milestones for the transactions, and then that protects it. From the attacks and the way it's been explained is you know sort of like training wheels it, it provides a level of security but it's and they acknowledge this it's a central point of failure you know it's it's a centralization that uh, crypto is trying to get away from and so what you mentioned ross is their, their plan to kill it off and make it a decentralized network and they have a name for it when they kill the coordinator and it's called 
Coorticide. Now, personally, is bigger word for it, Brian. <laughs> I, I would have got they, they, you know, they call the coordinator the coup. I would have called it cooicide. It it's gentler, you know. <laughs> so no side. Yeah, cordicide maybe. Uh, but anyway, they're going to kill the thing off, um, and they're planning on doing it in the first quarter of 2021. But Ross, just like everything in the, in the crypto world or in these mathematical, uh, you know, concepts, it's it's a complicated process. It's not like you know we're just going to suddenly kill it and and you know it's on its own. They've got various stages they're going through. They have something called the chrysalis. So there's stages to get to the point and hopefully for them, uh, the first quarter of 2021, where they're gonna kill this off, then it's decentralized. Yep, and uh, I, I kind of like the strategy. Um, I know there's some diehard people out there that are like, you know, if I, I'm getting in the crypto space for decentralization, so maybe, you know, this isn't something for you right now, but they have the future goal of it. So stay tuned. And, you know, while they're in this, um, you know, training rules phase, I think it's, you know, a good strategy because um, as issues arise or attacks um, happen, as we may mention uh, a little later, you know, it, they have control over it and can tweak and fix bugs. So there's that. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they're still sort of in that, phase and you know i think probably plan on talking about this more, more at the end but um yeah they're uh you know they're still working out some bucks it's a very complicated uh system that they're doing here so i think some bugs should be expected so you mentioned this before ross and this is the big one of the big uh potential benefits of this system is it addresses it, it states that when it uh, achieves the uh, coordicide, it will solve the blockchain trilemma. And we've talked about this before, right? Scalability, right? Transactions per second, security and decentralization. You know, all three are the goal, but so far nothing's really been able to achieve all three. So for example, we know Bitcoin Secure for sure, um, decentralized absolutely, but scalability—it's got some—it's got some issues. We talked about EOS. Remember EOS? It solves scalability. How did it do it? It sacrificed decentralization and has the 21 uh, master nodes. So there's always been um, compromise or give and take. Um, and now, uh, IOTA says once they commit coercide, they will have, uh, achieved all three and that would be something. Yeah. Very impressive. Very impressive. I gotta say. Yeah. And one more thing, Ross, which you may want to comment on. Um, they also say, and I, I've heard this many times, I don't think we've discussed it on the show before, but, um, some blockchains and maybe even bitcoin are subject to quantum computer problems like once quantum computers become a thing and i understand they're not right now but if quantum computing was to become were to become a thing the speed of those would would 
possibly present a problem for uh, blockchain, including Bitcoin. And um, IOTA says it's quantum computer resistance. Yeah, very, very interesting stuff there. I mean, you could have one, I mean, again, it's very hard, um, at least right now, um, you know, in the near future, you know, if quantum computing is some even remotely more available. I mean, you know, some guy had one. I mean, he could just mine blocks away and pretty much take over. But yes, that's that's the fear, right? But I mean, we're we're heading there. We're eventually going to get there. So, and and I'm glad it, you're thinking ahead. They're right. I mean, I guess that's probably true. Who who knows? But you know, if it is, then you know, already to have that problem potentially solved is is a great thing for crypto, frankly. All right, let me get a little, little bit of background here. We always like to go into some of the background stuff. We always talk about the supply, right? And the inflation rate and how much of the currency hasn't been issued yet. And so how much can, you know, the stuff that's out there be, be diluted? And the answer with MIOTA is none. It has all completely um, been released. There is no more and supposedly never will be any more MIOTA issued. So we've talked about before, that's a good thing. We, we, we talked about with Bitcoin, oh, yeah. there's very little left. I mean, 18, 18 million plus of 21 million are already circulating. Um, Myota is, is completely out there. They, they started with releasing all of the Myota. So that's kind of interesting as well. Here's something kind of interesting. They had an ICO in 2015, December of 2015. Sort of back in the days of, you know, the ICO Wild West, it was before the, you know, the real boom in 2017, 2018. <laughs> but it's German based, but it raised in its ICO. Remember we talked about uh, EOS raised 4 billion? Yeah. 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 Uh, IOTA raised 590,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so not a big, uh, not a big, it, not a big uh, ICO, but I'm, I'm told there was no uh, pre-mining or no giving the, uh, the founders, you know, tons of MIOTA, whatever they bought, you know, whatever they got, they had to buy. Um, so that's good, you know, sort of a true launch, which I appreciate. Uh, I think I mentioned its foundation is, is based in Germany. Um, and Ross, we always try to talk about the team behind these projects. It's definitely something that you should look at. And I don't know, at least from our standpoint here in the US, um, not a lot of big names, not names that we hear a lot in the crypto world, see their names in all the crypto media, uh, but it's definitely some guys with some industry experience. And I'm going to uh, butcher their names, but- um, <laughs> Bring it on, Sir, Brian. <laughs> yeah. This is all uh, entertainment. <laughs> Sergey Ivancello, uh, was a founder, a guy named Dominic Shiner, uh, a David Sonestebo, and a Sergey Popov, who's a professor of mathematics. I'm not sure he was a founder, but he's been involved from the beginning. And I understand, I think he authored the IOTA white paper. So you've got some names there, including a professor. I think this, this uh, Sonestebo um, is still involved and he's published some stuff and, and maybe even some videos. So he's still active in it. But a little bit of drama though. Um, 
Ivan Ceglo left uh, last year in 2019 with some some drama, some issues, some accusations, that kind of thing. Um, so you know, not a not a perfect uh, scenario, but again, nothing that uh, is is a huge red flag or anything. Now, one possible red flag, Ross, in uh, February of 2020, there was the uh, IOTA had a, a Trinity wallet and it got hacked. What what do you know about that? Anything? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> these guys almost had a clean report card. You know, if we'd <laughs> yeah. done this a couple years ago, uh, you know, it would be a plus plus. But um, yeah, so hackers, you know, they exploited a vulnerability in the uh, IOTA developed wallet. Um, their Trinity desktop wallet. Um, and IOTA had to shut down you know, their master coordinator node. Um, they did catch it pretty quick. Um, it was down for over a month. Um, and this is actually, um, the, uh, the founder was on the web, um, was on a podcast and confirmed some of these numbers. Um, but he's uh, claimed he's going to pay back all the money lost. Um, I haven't seen any report that that's been done, but he's at least claiming it. Now, in that that podcast, I can't remember what show it was on, but um, he was talking about you know we we didn't start this to make money. We just um, you know started to you know help the Internet of Things. Um, but the hack ended up um, totaling a, in a loss of about 1.9 million. Um, across well, not not much in the in the big scheme, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad, you know. I, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but still, not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not like the Mount Gox hack or anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it uh, if the founder is going to claim to pay back any more money if they get hacked again. But <laughs> hey, if he's done it once, maybe he'll do it again. So uh, if you feel uneasy, you know, maybe that's well, something to ease your pain. <laughs> Or you could keep it on the exchange if you trust your exchange, but of course, that's that's a different show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole another can of worms. So, um, so I did notice, you know, I, like you said, once we really started researching this, and became very interested in the in the technology, and I was trying to see if there are any other, um, you know, crypto assets that use the DAG technology, and there are at least a couple. Uh, one of them I'm I'm pretty familiar with. It's called Nano. Um, I have a friend who's who's very big on Nano and is invested in Nano. Um, it is a cryptocurrency, a pure currency, pure, you know, Bitcoin, Litecoin uh, competitor. But because it uses the DAG technology or some form of it, um, again, it has the no fees. It has the no. Uh, a problem with the uh, scalability. So, you know, that's some some big uh, positives uh, in, in its, um, you know, for that coin as well. It's called Nano. It's a top uh, 60 market cap coin, you know, right now where we're doing the show. Maybe 50 or something. I don't know. Uh, there's another one called Obyte that uses um, the DAG technology and it's uh, it's a little lower down. I think it's in the, it's a low market cap, actually. It's in like the 280s, I think, as of this show. But it sounds interesting as well. You know, it's amazing how many cryptocurrencies are out there. But at least those are a couple that are also using the DAG. And I like to see that because, again, I, I 
we'll talk about this later, but I like to hedge, hedge my bets. You know, if I'm invested a ton in blockchain assets, which I am, <laughs> you know, um, then, you know, I'd like to hedge that in case there runs into problems. Uh, we'll, we'll get to this more at the end. So another thing I wanted to look at is what are, what are IOTA's competitors on the internet of things, uh, you know, sub-market or niche. Um, and there are a couple uh, there. These are like top, top 150 market cap coins. One's called Zinsor, starts with an X, X-E-N-S-O-R. Uh, there's a coin called Walton Chain and another one called Iotex. Again, those are all in the between 100 and 150 on the market cap. You know, smaller coins, but they're in the Internet of Things space. So it's good that there's some competition for IOTA, although, again, IOTA is a clear leader. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of like Ethereum in the, in the uh, space uh, that it's in. Um, yeah, so smart contracts, yeah. Yeah, so um, anyway, that, that's just kind of interesting. There's, it's always good to have some competitors. It's good to see some others using uh, the DAG technology and let's see where it goes. Yep, yep. So um, I don't know, Brian, is it time for final thoughts? What do you think? I think it could be. Uh, Going to check where we are. Yeah, it's a good time for final thoughts, actually. All right. You know what, Ross? I'm going to put you up first because you usually like just jump on my coattails. I'm not going to lie this time. I'm going to let you go first. Final thoughts, Iota. Thumbs up or thumbs down, and then explain. I'm going to do two thumbs up. I think it, it just checks all the boxes. I know we both look for in cryptocurrencies. Um, um, one huge one being, um, you know, there's limited supply. Um, it's not decentralized. So, um, you know, maybe it gets, a, I don't know, a, a B right now. But when it becomes decentralized, it's... I, I'm I, full disclosure. I am invested in it. I'll probably be more invested in it once uh, once they have a successful decentralization or a a core decide. Yeah. Um, the tangle is amazing and has me looking at other coins um, using the tangle. Yeah. Um, it it's uh, yeah it's 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 checked all my boxes. It uh, makes me feel good in all sorts of ways. So. Wow. All right. <laughs> Um, okay, and, uh, my final know, thoughts. I don't know. It might be one of my favorite. I might have to replace my Ethereum flag behind me. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. Ooh, can you get a, uh, I'd like to see an IOTA flag. Maybe you can get one. That would be cool. Oh, I can make it happen. <laughs> uh, so for my final thoughts, I really like the technology behind this. And I think like you, Ross, um, before we started the research for this show i didn't own any iota but i will say in the time you know that we've that i've started the research i've bought on on multiple occasions just because i'm like this is you know i like this technology now here's the thing so one one part of investing for me at least is diversification i mean you hear that all the time every investment person will tell you you need to diversify i actually think that can be taken too far and i don't take it too far but to some extent it's a good thing i sort of look like it i think the same concept or very similar concept is hedging right you got to hedge 
some of your bets. So like I said before, I'm big time into blockchain uh, crypto assets. So if we were to get to the point where the blockchain becomes a bottleneck or, you know, becomes um, an issue because of all of the, it's been so widely adopted that now we're having, you know, um, some problems with the, uh, with its speed. Okay. First of all, that's a good thing. That means we've, we've arrived in crypto uh -huh. yep. and so we're doing great. But if that happens, then, you know, some other technology is going to have to step up and, from what I can see, you know, at least as of now, this is it. Um, and this is great. And I will give the IOTA team a bunch of credit. They've had some issues, you know, they, they sort of launched, I think, before they had all the kinks worked out. They launched in 2015. They've been working out some kinks for the past five years. Um, sort of a different approach than we talked about with our Cardano they want to you know research everything and have it fine-tuned before they release it but it seems to me that iota is working out the kinks um mm -hmm. if that dag technology and it's it's harder than it's more difficult than we realize maybe and can verbalize on this quarter side but if they succeed in doing that in sometime in 2021 first part of 2021 and they achieve the decentralization, then this thing will have it all. Now, I will say, I believe this is more of a longer term investment. You're going to have to be patient with this because nobody knows when Internet of Things is really going to take off. You know, it hasn't yet. Is it coming? Yeah, I think so. But when oh, it's going to come, I'm not sure. So, when you have that, and then when you have, or if you ever have scalability problems on a wider scale due to blockchain, then this thing is really going to take off. But I see this as, yes, a, a long-term investment, but a, but a good one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start accumulating. I've started accumulating now, full disclosure. I'm buying into IOTA. And like you said, I'm actually going to look into the smaller cap uh, technologies that are using that are using DAG, um, you know, and see if they have something. I, I think I'm going to look into Nano. Maybe we'll do a show on Nano. We'll put Nano on our list. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, I guess I'm going to agree with you and give uh, give IOTA two thumbs up. You know, it's exciting. We've been in this crypto space for a while, Ross, and it's fun to get your hands dirty, digging in on the research on something like this and finding a, a real gym. You know, I, I feel like we found a, a, a gym here in IOTA. And while it's still dirt cheap, um, start accumulating. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll always remember that uh, the text when we, uh, we were first talking about this, Brian, and doing our research for this episode. And uh, I remember you said, yeah, I actually acquired some. And I was like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, it was – yeah. I, I, I'm just really excited about it. So, yeah, I, I am too. My, my only caution to, to our listeners is, and we say this every time, we're long-term investors. You know, I do not think IOTA is going to go through the roof, you know, in the next month. I don't know when, of course, but it could be a while. It could be a matter, you know, of years. Um, but I'm, I'm prepared to do that before it really takes off. Because I, when you have the combination of the, DAG technology really coming together and the Internet of Things 
you know, taking off and becoming more widespread, then this coin is in the lead to really benefit from that. Oh yeah, I'm really curious to see how it's gonna start looking on a coin market cap after you know two three yeah. years. I'm really curious. So. I I don't mind time accumulating. Until that happens, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep accumulating. I'm happy with that. Oh yeah. Hey, so this was a great show, you know, and uh, this is what's fun about crypto is there's all kinds of different fascinating uh, technologies and we're gonna keep bringing them to you. Absolutely. And um, hey, I, I haven't seen many comments on our podcast. Give us some comments. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you like. You know, we, we're making this for y'all. So yep. let us know. Suggest and suggest some coins. Um, you know, we've got a list of ones that we wanna cover, but uh, it's flexible. We can, we can toss in some that, uh, that our listeners have an interest in. Absolutely. All right, this has been another podcast from The Crypto Masters. Check us out again next week when we'll release another podcast where we discuss another new exciting crypto asset. All right, everyone. See ya. All right. Take care. Next time. <laughs>